Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Bronwyn, and this is Come Through Queen. You know what? I, I'm sorry. I f***ed up. I'm a liar. I did, and I didn't lie on purpose. You lied on accident. Do you now identify as Bronwyn? That was gonna be like a little Easter egg mm. for like fans to notice. I know, but what if this is a first-time listener? Then they think that I'm, my name's Bronwyn. That's fine. <laughs> cool. Okay. <laughs> How are you feeling about the fact that? Our long national nightmare is over. Summer is done. We are now in, I think it's hot nerd. We're now in the fall. Views 21st season. No, it's not the 21st. 23rd? 28th. 28th season. <laughs> uh, everyone's back. Didn't really need Abby to come back. Uh, they're, already, they're already making annoying headlines. I loved how on the first day back, Whoopi already did not want to be there right she was like oh we like never did our photo shoot can someone just take our picture now they need to re-record they need to keep their theme song but re-record the music video that they did for it with mary j blige or without her she she can can be a part of it if she wants um Hmm. or not if she doesn't want she seems to be available for them a lot i feel like mary j blige comes on the show a lot i also assume they are continually paying her Right. For the use of this. Right. So, like, she's not demanding too much money that they're like, oh, we'd rather just, like, 
play something generic. Right. You know? Yeah. So they're on good terms. Yeah. What else is new? What's up? What's happening? Um, well, this is our first week of three shows again. We're about to be in, like... I was looking into the future, like, December land. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, we're going to be in a time when there's, like... 27 shows. 27 shows again. I tweeted something based off of Wikipedia research that was unsubstantiated, mm-hmm. but, like, the potential premiere dates for New Jersey... Atlanta and Vanderpump Rules. Right. And we could be living in a time where there's so much going on. I know. Um, Speaking of Wikipedia, just for one second, then we can get into the news. Yeah. I just like challenge you all to go through the Real Housewives Wikipedias and see which individual housewives have their own pages and which Mm. don't because there's no rhyme or reason to it. Like no one from Dallas has one except for Tiffany Hendra. Which is really sick. All of What has she done? Oh, I guess she had a, a... a short acting career before this. Right, but I don't even think it's that. It's like, some of the New York Housewives have them, not all of them. Like, Ramona doesn't have one, I don't think. She deserves. Atlanta, all the current ones have one, which made me think, like, there's someone in the production company that does Atlanta. It'd be like, okay, you're a housewife. We're going to set up your Wikipedia for mm-hmm. you. So go take a gander. It amused me for, like, a solid 20 minutes the other day. But yet, someone from Beverly Hills production didn't say, Sutton, go make... A Twitter handle. Sutton Strackey. Get on that Twitter handle. Because when they made the announcement, they just did a hashtag Sutton Strackey. Yeah, but she has an Instagram, and then she also has an Instagram for her new boutique that she seems to be opening soon. Mm. Right around the corner from Sir. Kyle by Aileen 2 is shaking. Yeah, it's literally (laughs) shut its doors. Shaking it to the ground. We'll get to the other part of that in a second, but let's talk about Brandy Glanville and Tamara Barney for a second. This is like... Sure. This okay. has been a Twitter feud that's brewing online. I don't even know which outlet reported it. It's like twofab.com or something okay, like that. Okay, that sounds but, fab. Okay, so they're in this big feud that's kind of long-winded, but we'll make it through it. Um, a week after Real Housewives of Orange County star Tamara Barney issued a legal warning to Brandy Glanville stating that her attorney was watching after Brandy threatened to talk about... Tamra on her YouTube channel, which is called Drinking and Tweeting. I talked about last mm. week, I think. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, Brandy is now firing back at Tamra following an interview she did in which Tamra implied Brandy and Kelly Dodd were unstable. Mm. So after Kelly had called Tamra stale and washed up for spreading the train rumors that we've been talking about for part of the season so far, Tamra said, I don't even know what the core is, to be honest with you. Um, I think she's just an angry person. She's not stable. She's like Brandy Glanville. So following the publication of that interview, Brandy took to Twitter to call out Tamara, and she threw some shade. Those aren't my words. Um, at Tamara's lack of a relationship um, with her estranged daughter, Sydney. Brandy said, WTF is wrong with you, Tamara, at Tamara Barney. You're now saying I'm unstable. Both my children love and adore, love, adore, and talk to me about everything. I don't think you can say that about some of yours. I don't know you, nor do I want to. I will see you on the 19th Tiny Fucking Dancer. Speak then. (laughs) (laughs) Tiny Fucking Dancer is a legendary drag. What is happening on the 19th? Uh, BravoCon, probably. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, And then she continued to go on, and she said, it's funny when at Tamara Barney, which I still laugh at, um, threatens me with a lawyer and then publicly calls me unstable. Poor thing. She's just not the sharpest tool in the shed, wrote Brandy. Either is Kristen Takeman. Yeah. Friend of Brandy Brandy Glanville. 
Uh, I could be wrong with the BravoCon thing because I can't imagine Brandy's invited to it. She might be. She's now back in good graces with Andy. But also the 19th, like, BravoCon is two months from November. now. So maybe it's the 19th of September or something's going on. Maybe. I don't but know. It would ma- I would say it would make sense for her to be there. Caroline Manzo has confirmed that she's coming. Mm. Um, Andy... So that anyone is game. Yeah, Andy still likes Brandy. Yeah, well, like her enough to bring her back. Yeah. Should uh, we talk about... Um, I want to talk about the fact that I'm team Brandy. I'm team Brandy, too. Because I think Tamara is skating along too easily this season. She thinks she is... The mastermind. The mastermind. She thinks she she's the OG of the OC and the OG of the Housewives franchise. And, a, I mean, a, a large number of people online aren't seeing through the antics, but you and I see through it. She Because she's been acting all these years. Yeah. So. And why, why hasn't she changed her fucking Twitter account name? I feel like Twitter's got a... So you can't change the the handle without losing the verification status. But like you can t- someone from Bravo can get on the horn with Twitter yeah. and be like this is going to happen. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Shall we move on to Bethany saving the world? Bethany saving the world is like all I want to watch. <laughs> well, so we gave Bethany the queen last week for saving uh, the Amazon, and she's moved... I mean, I'm sure she's, like, still doing that, but now she is also saving Bahamas <clears throat> mm-hmm. in the wake of Dorian. Bethany tweeted out, thank you, at Jill Zarin, for your very generous donation to hashtag be strong, hashtag this is a crisis. To which Jill Zarin quote tweeted and said, this is truly a crisis. See photos before and after on my IG. I'm beyond saddened and expect death toll... To rise to unspeakable numbers. So this comes after, and I didn't put this in here, but mm-hmm. this comes after Bethany had tweeted something along the lines of like, wow, like the only people donating are like the the little, she didn't say the little people, but like. Regular people. She said like no famous people or rich people have donated. Yeah. Um, so this was shortly after that. And then shortly after this, Ellen mm. tweeted or something like that in support. Um, no, I saw the Ellen thing. I'm not sure if. Bethany referenced the fact that Ellen donated planes to Puerto Rico mm, right. during the last effort. But I don't know if Ellen is now participating in the second round of be- being strong. Oh, well, she, well, Ellen at least, like, bumped it up on social mm. at the very least. I don't know if she actually donated. I hope she did. I bet she did. Yeah, because, I mean, Ellen was Bethany's mentor, producer, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but do you think this means that Jill and Bethany... Are gonna hang out. I mean, who cares if they're not on the show? I care. Oh. I like to see Instagram photos. I like to see Instagram stories. They're both prolific <laughs> Instagram storyers. I'm. I will say, I will watch every frame of a Bethany Frankel Instagram story. How every you, single frame. How do you have the time of the day? I, when you're sitting alone in bed in the dark, <laughs> there's a lot Bethany, of time. <laughs> Bethany's calming you at night. Yeah. Wow. I watch every single one. That's, that's something. Okay. Should we get to Kyle Richards? Yeah. So Kyle Richards is returning as Lindsay Wallace in Halloween Kills. Um, Richards originally appeared as a child actress in John Car- Carpenter's original Halloween um, in 1978 as Lindsay Wallace, one of the children being babysat um, by Laurie Strode, which is the Jamie Lee Curtis 
character. Okay. Um, as you know, then Michael Myers comes and tries to kill everyone. Anyways. So does Kyle not die in that? No, because she's returning. She mm-hmm. might die in it. No, I don't think she dies. Although, in it. was it... Wasn't this a reboot kids. or something? That's what I don't understand. So they've, throughout the years, they've rebooted and rebooted the Halloween franchise. So in one iteration of the reboot, um, Jamie Lee Curtis was like the headmaster of a like private school. That was H2O, the only one I ever saw. Right. That was a good one. I think, uh, what's With his Michelle name? Williams, Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett was LL in LL Cool J. Yeah. I think Tyra Banks. Someone died in one of those dumb waiters in that movie. It sounds familiar. Um, I saw the last one that they just rebooted last year. It was really I, good. I think it was, that was, the, the gist was only the first Halloween. The, the one last year? So like the one last year, I think the canon is only the very first movie right. occurred. And Laurie Strode had gone into like, not hiding, but she had become very paranoid throughout the years and was like building up like, not a militia, but like, a safety mechanism for mm. her and her daughter and like the rest of her family. So then yeah. Michael Myers comes back. So then we'll, I, I love when we're two dummies <laughs> talking about something. I actually saw this movie though. <laughs> okay. I saw it. I know, but even, <laughs> even us seeing something isn't proof positive that we're experts on it. I know. Okay. So last year when it was all coming out, Kyle went to the premiere and I remember interviews around the time that Kyle gave and even Jamie Lee Curtis gave and we might've reported on them mm. here. I feel like they both like last time were like, Oh, it would have been really cool to have Kyle even make a cameo in the movie, mm. like, or something, or like walk by with a trick or treater or something like that. Walk by with Portia. Walk by with Portia. Portia's like too old to trick or treat now, right? Mm-mm. Um, so this came to fruition and Jamie Lee Curtis posted on her Instagram a side-by-side of them then and now um, and wrote, completing the circle, thrilled to confirm that at Kyle Richards 18 is coming back to the pumpkin at Halloween movie family where she belongs. She will join many original characters and their performers. Can't wait. F pumpkin R Y pumpkin U T pumpkin C exclamation for you so to see the pumpkins replace all the o's yeah wow <laughs> her mind not all those even though okay look at there's a lot of o's in this in this pose well, well let's continue the kyle richards update i guess with kyle richards to debut new collection at new york fashion week wow she 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 so the real housewives of beverly hills are returning to New York Fashion Week, this time to rally around the new contemporary resort-ready clothing collection Kyle Richards is launching with Shahida Clayton called Kyle and Shahida. Wow, she's always got to, like, wow. like hitch her, her wagon to somebody else, doesn't she? She really, really does. Uh, the collection will launch September 8th with a runway show at Pier 59 with cast members Lisa Renna, Denise Richards, Teddy Mellencamp, Erica Jane, and Dorit Kemsley seated front row. Um, where are Garcelle and Sutton seated? I know, but continue. Okay. This is interesting. Cameras will be rolling for a future episode of Bravo TV series, now filming its 10th season, part of the franchise uh, branding juggernaut that has spawned Lisa Vanderpump's L.A. restaurant conglomerate and pet store, Bethany Frankel's Skinny Girl cocktail label, Rena's QVC line, and many more. I love being creative in fashion. Richards told WWD of her return to the industry following a collaboration a few years ago with HSN. 
and the closure closure last year of her Kyle by Aileen 2 boutiques, which were popular tourist attractions. When I closed my store in Beverly Hills, I saw all these years for all these for lease signs and thought, yikes, what should I do? My husband told me to take a breath, and then I started to talk to Shahida and someone whose work I love and admire and had been carrying in my stores mm-hmm. and wearing on the show for years. So I think the most interesting thing about this article is that we're getting details of production who's going to be there, where they're sitting, that confirmation that they're filming at the show. We don't usually get this kind of confirmation about a franchise. Mm. And I think that Bravo is trying to like draw attention away from what many viewed as like a kind of boring end of last season mm. and like drill up excitement very early with like all these like early announcements. I could be wrong, but that's what it felt like to me. Sure. I could see that. And like, I don't see women's wear daily, like speculating about cameras being up. I think they were told cameras are going to be up and where they're going to be sitting. So also this relates to a story on us weekly of Erica (laughs) Jane being confirmed back as a full-time housewife. Yeah, that was that was the story that's about it. There was nothing exciting else about that, but this just is like further confirmation. I guess they're all there's going to be eight housewives. It's going to be like New York season um 7. Yeah, which is good. Go back and take a look at the title card for that season and just like look at what we're dealing with because it's, it's kind of psychotic. An army of women. It's an army of women. Speaking of an army of women, um my favorite update of the day. And this comes of from every week. It's our realtor and update, but this one's a good one. And it comes from the emails. So we're not going to name who it is from to protect their privacy. Cause there's like some like real juice in here information. I hate that word juicy. Um, so the person writes on the subject of realtor Anne in the lieu of it all. I know for a fact that realtor Anne and Mary, who is Lou's makeup artist, stopped speaking to Lou for a chunk of the summer because they grew tired of her shit. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Meanwhile, Anne and Barbara Kay have obs become very close over the last year. Yeah, I mean, if you check out either of their Instagrams, they're, they're all constantly over each, other. each other's stories. They're kind of an odd couple, but... That's fine. Uh, Lou needed someone to film with last week, so Anne threw her a bone and agreed to film at her apartment. During the scene, Anne went off on Lou and made it all about Barbara, how Lou sent her a slew of hateful texts effectively ending their 15-year friendship. I highly doubt production will be able to use any of it. Meanwhile, it seems Mary, who needs a paycheck, is back with Lou because she's on tour with her again. XO, blank, signed blank from blank. Thank you for blank from blank. <laughs> for giving us that scoop. That's truly... That's If this is true, this is good scoop so this would go one of two ways it would never be used if production has no use for Anne in the future because we're we're talking to a person who's not going to be in the show anymore Mm -hmm. who's talking about someone who is not no no longer on the show so what are we doing here right but like desperate times call for desperate measures and like why can't Anne become quick friends with Dorinda? Because I actually see their personalities meeting. Anne last night was at a thing at 92nd Street Y with Sonia Sotomayor and Sonny Hostin. Yes. I feel like her and Dorinda would be two peas in a pod. But that would be the ultimate betrayal to realtor Lori, who is Dorinda's realtor. 
who True. is vying for an apple oh, actively. Well, that's scary how she's vying for an apple. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she just wants it for, like, nutrition. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think, like, that's Anne's in. That's Anne's in. Mm. Or she could go the easier route of, like, have... Become friends with Ramona, but that's a more, like, conniving way. Yeah. I think she could be actually good friends with Dorinda. They might actually be friends already. Yeah, I... We're hoping... I mean, Dorinda can have more than one realtor in her life. I guess she can. I mean, she's going to be in that apartment for a while. She's not giving up the book. Oh yeah, so she's not while. she's not like in the market to be buying or selling. It right. seems. Yeah. Okay, I'm fine with that then. You know what? I, I on Realty and Roni. Mm. Do you think Ramona's going to get new uh, floors in her apartment? Her new apartment. Why? I just feel like they're not her style. Oh, I'm not keeping tabs on her new apartment. Really. Oh, I'm like I said, I'm in every Instagram story for all of these women. Constantly. What are her floors looking like? It's like, you know the square... Parquet? The parquet. Mm. Doesn't that seem not very Ramona? It, I mean, it is very Upper East Side, a parquet floor. I know, but she moved beyond that yeah, very recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She moved to Sutton Place with Sutton Strachey. <laughs> no, with Dorinda Medley. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I like if Ramona wants to embrace this whole new, young, renewed woman that she's become... Maybe she should rip up those parquet floors. Yeah. I don't know, TBD. TBD. Although she is keeping it young and cool by listening to Motivation while she's preparing skirts tape. Oh my god, I'm actually like happy summer's over because those, I kind of got tired of the same Instagram story from her Mm -hmm. cooking and then like out at the tables in the back and like seating people at different tables in her backyard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Avery's friends... Ugh. You're not a fan? I feel like... And I'm an Avery fan from the day I was born. Mm-hmm. Which is years before she was even born. Yeah. But, like, the glow is rubbing off, I think. I think she's becoming very, like... Ramona-like? Not quite Ramona-like, but, like, kind of snob Hampton-Z. Mm. She's vying for a rosé bottle on No, else. I think she would... Turn her nose up at oh. our Lindsay Hubbard, Queen of the World. Okay. Hubcaps, rise up. <laughs> okay, I think that's that. Okay. Shall we move to Real Housewives of Potomac? We shall. Okay. We, we pick Thrilling. up. Thrilling. Thrilling. Oh, yeah. This episode, amazing. We pick up. It's like a mystery adventure movie. And, like, Giselle's the only one playing at first. Where is Katie? <laughs> Giselle's seemingly the only one who cares. She's telling Karen about it, and Karen is just like, oh, okay. Giselle was concerned because I think Giselle likes to be... Mm. Likes concerned. to be concerned about people because it, like, keeps eyes on people, keeps drama going. But keeps her part of it. And keeps her part of it. Mm. She was walking up and down the beach like she was about to find Katie. Yeah. Like. Well, then she finds Robin and then Robin's like, okay, I guess I'll look yeah. with you. <laughs> Before, yeah, but when they meet up, like, they're both like, oh my God, you look so amazing. Yeah. Uh, so Giselle drags Robin to the front desk. And the woman at the front desk is, <laughs> is essentially like, why don't you go talk to your security person? I know. <laughs> It didn't become clear to me. I must have misheard the woman at first. I thought she just generally said security. And then, like, when they walk up and it's, like, production security. (laughs) Well, what was funny was 
when they left the front desk and Giselle's talking to someone and she's like, can you talk on camera? Can you talk on camera? Mm-hmm. And it's Bravo production. I know. <laughs> I love, I love breaking the fourth wall. I do. Well, it completely breaks down with the producer coming out. Give that woman a flute. They're like calling <laughs> her by her name. I don't even remember what her name was. Uh, and we get the lowdown that Katie, I called a travel agent or something to rebook her flight and then they were alerted or like maybe a travel agent originally handled the booking of the flight mm-hmm. and they were alerted when she was changing her flight. I don't know, something wacky, but then she was, I she mean, ended up like hang, having to hang out at the airport cause the flight was not ready for her. Well, I mean like flights to Cayman Islands, as we saw with Robin, they're mm-hmm. not like regularly going yeah. back and forth. Yeah. It's not There's like, like a, two a day. shuttle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but let's not forget that Katie was in, a full winter coat the last time we saw her on camera. At midnight. At midnight. <laughs> well, at some point also, I don't know if it was Giselle or Ashley calls Katie's boyfriend and he seems not concerned mm-hmm. or surprised. Right. He's just like, oh yeah, I haven't spoken to her since yesterday. It's wild. <laughs> uh, but once they settle it all, settle it all, Giselle's like, oh, now I need to have fun. Right. Let's whip it up. <laughs> so we go ride horses in the ocean. And I can't... T- was this... Ro- I think it was Robin's planning, I guess. Yeah, because Robin was technically, quote unquote, planning this. Sure. Um, Giselle's was peeing. Was hers peeing? No, Giselle was on the horse for two seconds. Mm-hmm. And then was like, no, I can't do this. Right. Ashley said... She doesn't believe in using animals for pleasure, only utility. This, Giselle, for her comeback in that moment, needs to win a fucking award. A People's Choice. A People's Choice Award. And she needs, for for her line, what was it? Um, But you're okay with eating kangaroo? (laughs) But that's the utility. No... Well, that, I mean, that's what's just funny is like, it's like using a horse to what? Like, they rather your... would the horse rather die than like <laughs> ride in the ocean? I don't know. I don't know about this. I don't know about zoos. Mm-hmm. I don't know about aquariums. Although they do say like, if everyone became a vegetarian, that would help the environment. It I would. Think. It would. And you, know, I think I could do it. But Elizabeth Warren said, "Stop worrying." Mm. First, we need to get the corporations. Oh, yes. Go after the corporations first. Stop worrying about the yeah. cheeseburgers and the straws. She didn't say stop worrying about it, but she said they're trying to distract us. They mm-hmm. are. Yeah, yeah. And we're like all distra- we're talking about it right now. We're yeah. so distracted. Yeah, we're distracted. <laughs> no, it is definitely the corporations that are have the bigger um, greenhouse effect. Probably like, like f- footprint. Footprint. Carbon footprint. Carbon footprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Just play the clip from the thing. The climate. Town hall, like right here. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Give me some work to do, Brendan. Uh, okay, so everyone, we're losing people left and right. <laughs> Our listeners, you mean? <laughs> listeners and people on the horsies. Uh, eventually, Karen gets scared because like, I think the horses won in the fight in the middle of the ocean, mm-hmm. and Karen's like, "Nope, I'm done." <laughs> for the amount of horses we've met on these shows, and for the amount of accidents we've had. You'd be... It's surprising that they're still going out on horses. Horses and camels. Yeah. They're their friend. They're cousins. Um, yeah, so that's cute and fun. Whenever they split them up in the middle of the vacation, 
like like two of you go that way, three of you go that way. No, it's good. You think? Yeah. Okay. Because we need to have like side conversations. We need to talk about other people mm-hmm. behind their back. Mm-hmm. It was funny when Candace and Giselle were in the submarine, and they're just talking. And I thought, are are you going to take in the fact that you are underwater, like getting How a tour? How deep were they though? It's not that deep. But what's even the difference? Like, would you be? Would you care one way or the other if you're 50 feet? Oh, yeah, you are... Yeah, there's a difference. Sure. Because, like, if you're going in a real submarine, you're going deep diving. Sure. There might be that, like, Kraken thing. Oh, and he's going to crack open your submarine. Yeah, or the Megalondon or whatever. The what? The Megalondon. What was that movie The Meg based on? That giant shark? I've never heard of that shit. (laughs) The (laughs) Megalondon. The Meg in the cave? (laughs) Ruby Rose was in that, I think. Okay, give her an Oscar. Yeah. I won't talk about the ocean anymore. Um, the other girls go to the cave. Now let me tell you this. Those fucking bats. I like bats. So the ocean, no good. That whole family of 20 bats hanging from the ceiling. They're cute. You are so fucked up. The ocean, I told you, it's the mystery of it. Okay. The bats, it's like, there they are. Yeah, and they're going to fucking... What's the worst? Is the bat poisonous? No, but they're going to bite you. Is the bat poisonous, though? They eat blood. Do they? Yeah. Are you sure? What? Can what you back you, that up with facts? What do you think the whole vampire? And they might have. They said they maybe heard that it's better not to um, chew on other animals. It's better for the climate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're vegetarian. All, all animals are now vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> they're trying to save the planet with us. No, but like I don't know. They're cute. <laughs> okay. I mean, only because you kind of identify as a bat. Yeah, I actually self-identify. Actually, it's a different era of our. Of friend our, group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Sad. Uh, okay. <laughs> Hear more on our Patreon. <laughs> okay. So, um, so we go, we all kind of meet back up and Monique must have had something in her contract guaranteeing her screen time every episode because she has been shoehorned into every episode. I think because like she has no choice. It's not like another wife who decides to not go on the episode, on the vacation, like when Aviva Drescher didn't Mm. show up and they straight up cut her out of the title card. I know, but isn't that funny that that precedent was not set by that? Right. It should have been. It should have been set. I think it kind of was. No. It never happened again. But like, have we had many wives who haven't shown up? On an episode, yeah. But like on like a trip. I... uh, I'm not going to say yes or no to that. Right. But it was different because that was a trip. Okay. Yeah. But Monique is here. FaceTiming. Asking where is Katie. And. But she was fed that line. Yeah, definitely. Like you can't tell from a FaceTime. I know. Going around a table. Like With those like five <laughs> pixels on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I don't see a, a Katie pixel. Okay. So. There's some like arguments about. Katie some more, but I don't really care. Mm-hmm. And then Karen's just being a freak, showing us how to kiss a man. Scary. Okay. So we leave that dinner, and I didn't know what was going to happen. Because we have a ton of shaky camera footage mm-hmm. of, of them entering the hotel. Yeah, they were like, Karen, they set it up like, Karen is so drunk. And then, but when she was getting out of the... Um, car i was expecting her after being set up like that to like fall or something yeah. but she seemed okay but she yeah. was like fired up was she also said something like oh i want to say this to you off camera or something right. how 
just because Michael's charges were dismissed doesn't mean she views them as innocent. Right. But, like, they're having that conversation while walking down this hallway. They're trying to get out of the hallway. But, like, um, the others are just, like, around them, like, laughing and having a good time still. Until Ashley and Karen go after each other. Which is not a surprise. Because, like, I I don't know what... I, well, we get the flashbacks of Karen talking about her history with sexual assault, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which gives it much more context. Right. But at the same time, it's like, what do you want Ashley to do? I guess she was upset that they went on Fox to tell I think she maybe was, like, upset that Ashley did, like... The stand by your man, no matter what thing. Yeah. Um, and didn't question him more, potentially. Mm-hmm. Like, at least, like, in the public or on the show or in front of anyone. Yeah. but she would never do that in the public. I know, but, like, this show is, like... there's They're always talking about, like, well, if everyone's not going to show their entire lives and yada, yada, yada. So, yeah. like, it's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, it was just interesting. I feel like neither of them were really right in terms of how this went down. I don't think anyone's ever completely mm. right, you know? No. Okay. So what's fun is, well, I, I liked when I think Candace was like, they've already complained about us yeah, screaming right. in the hotel lobby. <laughs> right. And that's what I was saying. Like, even like after that and after they walked down that hallway, Candace and like the others are like l- still laughing it up while Karen and um, Ashley are like going at it. Yeah. So the next morning, Karen and Ashley make up like nothing ever happened. That's why we like these women. I mean, Ashley in particular just lets everyone drag her up and down and she just keeps coming back for more and excess. Oh, but she also drags. She's she's a vicious one. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like Ashley just forgives in two seconds. Right. Maybe because she Because also she has the... Like, yeah. I mean, think about her fight with Katie just last night. True. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god but Domic is so good I know I feel and I feel like people are finally on board with it like everyone that's the chatter around the housewives community mm. is like people are on board and if they're not it's kind of telling yeah I think the ratings are decent mm-hmm. but they're I mean it's not Dallas <laughs> ratings Dallas is like I think Dallas is like half the ratings Potomac has. Circling the drain. Yeah. Well, we have our final excursion. Everyone's dressed up as sailors and everyone loves each other. Beautiful. That's it. And then next week, La Dame and everything else. I can't wait. I want a roller. A roller ball. Is this available somewhere online? Doubtful. Mm. They never really are. Like, what are we running, not walking to go find? Yeah. Karen Huger, La Dame. La Dame Fragrance by Karen Huger. Okay, so there's a Google listing. Buy now. Okay. Uh, okay, out of stock, $30. <laughs> fluid ounces, 10 milliliters. So it's out of stock already? No, but eight, you could get the $80 3.4 ounces. Should we buy it? Uh, $80 seems like... That's like the, that's the price of a normal fragrance. I know, like Chanel. Chanel. Or Tom Ford or something like that. I'm going to add to my cart. <laughs> that's sick. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Orange County, baby. Okay. 
We're picking up with Kelly still screaming at everybody. Inclu- especially Gina, I feel like, at this moment in yeah. time. And then Shannon changes the subject. She's like, well, I got everybody costumes. I wonder where she buys all these costumes. Just off Amazon? Yeah, because they suit, look like it. That suit she bought with the cards on it was an Amazon. Definitely. I feel like I've seen that on Amazon. An Amazon original. Because when I was having that party for Christmas, I like was looking at a bunch of Amazon stuff, and it's all bleak. Mm. Okay. At first, when she was handing out the costumes, I thought they kind of looked like... Poker. Card dealer poker something. Or, or rather, I thought we were going straight to Vegas to watch Emily dance. That would be fun, actually. But... The outfits were to ride a double-decker tourist bus. Yeah, we're, we're in season five of RuPaul's Drag Race. We're on the double-decker bus. We're looking to see the sights. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done a double-decker bus here? No, but I see them a lot, actually even here in Brooklyn. I've heard that they've been coming to Brooklyn now. My friend Shay, like, on her Instagram story last week or something, she was in Crown Heights and the tour buses were in it. Oh, <laughs> Crown Heights. all the way to Crown Heights, wow. Yeah. No, I mean, I've seen them here in downtown Brooklyn for years and years. Yeah. I mean, I live in the yeah. middle of it, so sure. I see them all the time. I, I, yeah, I've never done it, but I guess, like, I would. Oh, wasn't... Remember there was that one... The Roni one? No, there were, I don't know if this the is drag a double... Queen d- one? The drag queen one. The, that's called The Ride, and they, I think they still do it, but they do themed ones. Yeah, I want to do that. It's like, there's different themed performances. Like, remember the other two... He was a performer mm-hmm, in it for a part of oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did one that was specifically, and it was kind of cool. It was like, they would go to different, they would like drive by different gay bars, and like the queens would perform for the bus. Yeah. I would do that. Let's really do that. Okay. Okay. So now we're on this one with, <laughs> we're the pig and the whistle. We're the pig and the whistle for some shots. And I think like, Bronwyn's first... Uh, mistake shot? was no. knocking over the shot. Right. Like, and that's what motivated Tamara to start going after her. Party foul. Party foul. That's and your that, second party foul. Uh, Bronwyn is not allowed to talk to Lizzie, Rosvek, or Gretchen Rossi. Right. What is your take on this? Well, my initial take was like, Bronwyn lied. Which is fine. But I think what became masterful is like the way she recovered. Okay, but what about just the fact that she did it? I think, like, you do it, but you don't let Tamara find out that you did it, if you're going to do it. You know? How did she find out? I don't really know. It's not really clear. Yeah. See, to me, like, if she has some sort of mutual friend connection with these women, of course I would contact them. If I'm going on the show that they used to be on, like, tell me... What is your takeaway? Like, how do I do a good job at this? Right. But, like, I I agree on some set, but then I'm like, okay, you're going on a show, and you know the dynamics to a certain extent of these women, so, like, talk to them, but don't let Tamara find out. And it's out of her control, probably, because who knows how she found yeah, out. Yeah, I don't know but, how like, she found out. But it wasn't like... The accusation is, oh... But if you're, you're being if you're being strategic going into the show, then be strategic enough not to get caught and then have yeah. to lie about it on your, like, third episode. Like, it would be one thing if she was bringing them in to film with her. Tamara would have more of a point. Right. But she's just texting with them and calling them. Right. I think, like, this is why I want... Like, let's 
bring down the fourth wall a little bit because this is like ridiculous that we're like we're picking sides based on a fight that's like so off camera. Yeah. And I think it's like I think I'm still team Bronwyn, but I think she next time be a little more strategic mm. and like cover all your bases, you know. But I will say master class after she was caught. In terms of like crying and she corner. like went and sat by herself and yeah. was crying and then oh like God, I felt so sad. <laughs> Leave Bronwyn alone. <laughs> right now. Put in that clip. Or you'll have to deal with me. Oh my god. <laughs> the, re- the renaissance of this Chris Crocker clip, all these years later, a decade and a half later. <laughs> Alex and I just like can't get enough of like using that terminology. I know. That's why like when it's scary that you two live in this house alone because you get so caught in your scary little world. <laughs> It's like one thing like that will become like your new thing <laughs> via text message for a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> let's leave. Well, Emily wants to leave all the other girls alone right now and go to Shane because he finished the bar. Her loving husband. Her loving. She wants to be with her loving, doting husband who um, took the bar. Do we? When we're talking about a bar, do we have a call? Yeah, we have a call from one peach farm on the street reporting live as to what it takes to take the bar exam. So let's take a listen. Hey, boys. It's P. Um, I just have something rock-related. I know that Dan is an attorney to the show and is fully capable of hitting this point, but I just want to reiterate really hard in case Dan doesn't get to it. There is absolutely no reason why Shane needs a hotel room all to himself to study for the bar for two consecutive weeks. You can fully study for the bar and tap out at 8 o'clock and eat dinner with your family. Um, He is fully doing something insane in that hotel room. And at some point in time, will either murder or abandon his entire family. I need everyone to know, just there is no reason why a person studying for the bar needs a hotel room off-premises for two full weeks. Thank you and have a good day. Thank you. Peace alarm to the show. Attorney to the show. Uh, Peace corner. I, I think I've kind of made reference to this before in terms of the fact that when I took the bar... It doesn't seem like there was the same, like, crazy energy around it. Also, like... Granted, I didn't have three children at home. But I would, if I was him, I would leave all day, mm-hmm. come home, eat dinner, go to sleep, rinse and repeat. A hotel room for two weeks is very expensive. I have heard this theory, now that we're talking about, like fourth wall and shit i've heard this theory that he that emily and him are hiding from production that he doesn't really want to be on the show Mm. so they're making this excuse so he can be on it like as little as possible well when he made his grand return he sure left quite the impression right there's lots of rumors out there i mean she was like, did you miss your family? And he's like, well, what do you want me to say? <laughs> and then his, he had his own confessional where he's like, well, 
It's not that big of a deal. Gosh. I knew I was going to see them again eventually. <laughs> OC is giving out confessionals like... It's candy. It's candy. Yeah. But while we're still on the subject of Shane, there's a lot of chatter around the fact, did he pass the bar? Now, I think when the bar results go up, for a period of time, you can see who passed. Mm-hmm. But that page is no longer up right now. Okay. Additionally, you can see who is an admitted attorney in California, mm-hmm. and he is not among them. Okay. However, the timing of this all is that he took the bar exam in February. Mm-hmm. Probably found found out whether he passed or not, like two or three months later. Mm-hmm. So it's very possible that he passed and has not been admitted yet. Right. So I don't know if someone has done every cross check to see that he has not passed. I mean, when I passed the bar. Wow. I, weird brag. <laughs> no, I'm well, The New York bar is easier than I think California is notoriously the hardest one, but I think I, I took it. And like, when did they do it in like July or August? And I don't think I was admitted to like a full year later because you find out in like November and then my job, like it wasn't like you can be like what I was doing. You could be admitted and still be in court under the supervision of someone else. Okay. But you didn't have to like actually be admitted to do like what I was particularly doing at that time. Interesting. Yeah. So who knows? I would love to see like some hard hitting journalism. Same. Let's like get the Orange answer, County Register out there. Get the get the answer to the question on all of our minds. I feel like they're doing story after story about like other things. Like, do we really need two Fab News or whatever to be writing about Brandy and Tamara fighting? Let's get them on Shane. Come on, come on. Um, so Bronwyn and Doctor Deb go out to dinner. Wow, just fresh off the heels of everyone returning from Burning Man IRL. Well, that's true. Did you read those like? Someone's been posting on Twitter like these Burning Man misconnections. Mm-hmm. I think that's really a yearly funny. thing. I know, but this is the first year I've seen oh, I them. Se- I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Um, it's very funny to see. Mm. Um, but you know, Burning Man is what turned Doctor Deb into the woman she is today. That we see. Uh, like that's why she looks like this. Her look is fine. No, but I mean, like. No, I know the colors. I know the backstory. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um. I was on her Instagram story the other day, too, or yesterday. Yeah. She has a cool house, I will say, in okay. Palm Springs. Oh, cool, yeah. Um, I was So Alex and I are trying to um, do one more trip this year. Mm-hmm. Because he has, like, vacation days he has to use or lose. Question to the audience. Can you do a full week in Palm Springs? I think you can. Like, is there enough to do? We were doing preliminary research online. It seems like... If you're a golfer, that's great. I think Palm Springs culture for mm. gay people is you sit around a pool, you put on a wig and a pair of heels, okay. you walk around in a like in that for a while, take a bunch of pictures, well, think, maybe go out at night. There's enough to do like at night. Sure, 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 sure. Um, go see Lisa Vanderpump Star on the Walk of Fame. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Go to Ross Matthews like his brunch or whatever. <gasps> oh. Um, I think, but like, I don't think your pool 
culture in that way, like wig and pool culture. Oh no, I mean, we're not going with a group of friends, it would just be the two of us. Oh, then maybe it's not, maybe you should do LA and then like do a few nights there. Yeah, I don't know, we'll see. Or do, what else is in California? We're not married to California, we're just, like, just Palm Springs, neither of us had ever been there, so it came. Yeah. Came across our brains. Do, um... Oh, yeah, I mean, if you have an idea for a week vacation anywhere, sound off A the... full week? Yeah. I don't like when people are gone for a week. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Like, when Honey was gone for three weeks, it's like, you might, like, move, you'll leave, forget, forever. You'll, you'll forget about us. Leave forever. Oh, wow. You really take it hard. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. It's back to Brawny and Dr. Deb. So... Are we t- calling her Brawny now? Bronwyn? Okay. Uh... They're talking about like her lying, and that's because she has walls up, and she doesn't know if people like her. Mm-hmm. And Doctor Depp says, "Do you think I don't like you?" Or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the answer was unclear. And then we learn how Bronwyn was left, like went home from school as a child at four years old with a key around her neck to let herself in. Well, like, l- okay, look at this. Look at this woman who's her mother. Clearly is somebody who lives for the applause, mm. needs attention, mm. has probably been like this in different iterations her entire life, even sure. before Burning Man. Okay. So I bet it's a very... Well, uh, she was a rocker. She was a... Oh, yeah. She was a rocker at the... Um, what's it called in LA where she goes? Oh, I have no Like idea. the Handmaiden's Tale or something. <laughs> um, so I think it's just like, yeah, it's very, it's a very not great life. Sure. Okay. Speaking of a not great life... Kelly and the doctor out together. So awkward. My God. Her referring to him as Dr. Brian. Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm glad that we know what we know now in that they're no longer together. Right. And she's moved on to the other man. Right. But him, like when we're talking about the train rumors and he was like, oh, well, like you were only dating for a year. Like, how would you have the time for a train as if it's like a six month long (laughs) planning process or something oh my god it's a residency it's a residency it's a vegas residency um hip-hop class awful it's like it's like moments like this where it's like shannon yeah sorry shannon you're not the heart anymore ron one's the heart oh my god she is five episodes in Okay, Gina and Emily meet up. You naming the hearts of every franchise, by the way. What about it? It's just so, it's such, it's so weird and funny, but it was good. (laughs) Weird, (laughs) funny, but good. Yeah. Okay. There's something about, like, you saying, the way you typed it out, and I was, like, imagining you saying it, that was funny. Because you capitalize heart every time. Yeah, no, because she is the heart. I mean, Robin Dixon and Steph Holman are the two, the two true hearts, hearts yeah. of the Housewives franchises. Yeah. Like, the, the shows that have been on longer, like, everyone's heart gets a little too tainted. Yeah, they rot it out. <laughs> uh, and I didn't make the mistake. I mean, I love Dorinda, and she is my heart, but Alex and I agreed before I tweeted this out, like, a day or two before, that Sonia Morgan is the current heart of... Real Houses of New York City. Oh, so you agreed before you tweeted it, and then you tweeted something different? I what? Before I tweeted it? Didn't you say you agreed a day or two before? Yeah, no, we were just, like, talking about, like, who's the heart of Mm. New York. And we went, and, like, we talked about it being Dorinda, but then it moved to Sonia. 
in six months you should redo it and pretend mm. you never did the first one. People oh. forget really easily. I know. Yeah, yeah. People tweet the same shit over and over. All the time. Yeah. Whatever happened to originality? It's dead. <laughs> okay. Gina and Emily meet up for pedicures, and Gina talks about the attorney filing for the continuance for her court date. Gina being very careful about the alcohol thing to a place that she's driven. Mm, yeah. And Emily's marriage is shambles, with Shane being back from taking the bar, <laughs> which moves to Emily going to the petting zoo with Perry. And complaining about her marriage to okay. her husband's mother. And I've, people have noticed, I've noticed that Perry has posted pictures that say like family and it's a picture of like their entire extended family and Emily's there, but no, no Shane. So I think Perry will choose Emily. Uh, I could see that being the case, but her advice is to scream into the toilet, whatever she's sad about. Mm. <laughs> Wow, okay. I guess that's like another version of screaming to the pillow. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's talk about the warrant out for Gina's arrest, which Shannon and Tamara are so excited about in FaceTime. And then Shannon jumps into action. Shannon is a doer. Maybe she is the heart after all. No, No, she jumps into action for like her own personal game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, Shannon, come back. Like, please. I feel like Shannon... Is not on the very edge. I think she's a little she's a little too to the dark side right now. But I still but when think she was on that double decker bus, like really laying into Bronwyn when it wasn't her fight. Yeah, but I still think I think that she could possibly be pulled back if she just let into the, the light. Yeah, she just let Tamara and Vicky go once and for all. Yeah. Like but her, like if if it's I don't think it's going to happen. Is what's unfortunate. Like her getting along with Kelly. Is a nice thing for mm-hmm. now. Right. Her, her initially getting along with Bronwyn. Her initially getting along with Bronwyn. Her being nice to Gina. No. The being nice to Gina thing is calculated. I think it's her and Tamara being like, we're going to like, we're going to hold this above Gina's head eventually down the long mm-hmm. run so okay. that like we have a storyline. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, so Shannon gets Gina, the new attorney. Mm-hmm. And Tamara makes a comment. This dummy comment. Oh, why isn't her friend Emily, the attorney, representing her? Go off, Dan. Go off. I wanted to jump at the TV screen last Go night off. when I was watching this. Emily is currently a copyright attorney. I think at some point in her life she was a family law attorney. Mm-hmm. That does not make her qualified in any regard to represent Gina for a DUI. Right. She wouldn't even know what to do if she walked into court for her arraignment with with uh, Gina. But she could take over that copyright case we always talk about on this podcast. Which one is it? I don't know. You always talk about this one copyright case. Oh, the Mariah Carey Candy Birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She could do that. Uh, but no, she's not going to do that. She's supposed to go handle Gina's DUI. Like, even I, someone who used to do criminal law and stopped in 2012, mm-hmm. while I could, like, still probably, like, jump back on the horse or, like, give someone, like, friendly advice, I wouldn't feel confident about, like, jumping back into court. Right. 
And yet Tamara <laughs> thinks she should go just try it out for the first time for Gina. Well, I mean, I don't think Tamara thinks. I know. She's just like, she's just saying that to be nasty. Oh, no. To, I just think she just like doesn't, she's like lawyer. And she thinks that there's one law, type of lawyer in this entire world. Oh, yeah. But also like, oh, why aren't you helping her? Right. Like, if anything, maybe Emily could could recommend a lawyer. But mm-hmm. that's funny because like sometimes people ask me to recommend a lawyer. But the lawyers you know are usually in the same field, like the same field Echelon, of practice of yeah. you. It's not like in you're... the same arena. But you're not like just hanging out with attorneys who practice other things for no reason unless you're friends with them. Right. Unless it's like a situation where it's like... I feel like gay lawyers of different varieties oh, hang yeah, out yeah, just because yeah, they're sure. gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a gay thing then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but then eventually, once Shannon saves a day for Gina, and we learn that the sheriffs were out for Gina's arrest. Bad boys, wow. bad boys. That's what scary. Do? Uh, Gina and Shannon bond over furniture shopping. And I did, I mean, I thought the scene... I wouldn't say it warmed my heart, but it made me feel for both of them. In a sense. I thought oh, you didn't what Gina said was a little weird. It was a little weird, yes. Like, I felt jealous of you because you were, like, publicly mourning your marriage. I, I, I feel like that terminology probably wasn't right. It was more that she was able to speak freely about it. Mm-hmm. She was jealous of her being able to just speak about it. Right. Versus having to put on this whole show. One thing about these Housewives shows is never get... And if you have secrets, don't go on the show. Mm, yeah. Especially, like, on your first episode, you already have a secret. Yeah. Sitting on a secret. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to Dallas, right? Season premiere? Yeah. I, what do you say, overall, what do you think, generally? Are, are you, like, do you think it's promising? This first episode didn't light me on fire. Mm-hmm. But the DeAndra stuff is such a fucking mess. I know. And, like, she can't, whether it's, like, stuff to do with a business or relationships with the other women, she just can't seem to do anything. My jaw right. was actually, like, on the floor when I was learning about her stuff. But should we just go into first... Yeah. The wedding planning? Let's do the wedding planning and get it out of the way. Well, Leanne's hanging out with the gay that replaced you. No, he's not the one. He was always there. Okay, he was already, always he there. He was there every single time I went. Actually, okay. no, he was there one time I went. So he was like your comrade. Well, I got along better with like his husband. Mm-hmm. His husband's like closer to my age. Okay. Um, not a wedding planner? Not a wedding planner. Doesn't have a bowl cut. <laughs> So, Doesn't fart glitter or whatever they were talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah. And w- with the visual aid as with well. The visual aid. <sighs> yeah. It's just... Was this hard for you to watch, knowing that you've been replaced? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, hard to me to, for me to watch, because, like, in scenes like this, Leanne and her comrades are, like, coming in with a plan mm-hmm. of, like, their antics and what are they going to be. Well, also, we're filming the scene so that she could get free services. Right. It's like very Star Jonesian. Right. Queen. <laughs> Read Lady Sue Punch. Star Jones walked so Leanne Locken could run and get a free wedding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I have to say, though, 
my zooming back out to the greater picture of Dallas. Mm-hmm. It's funny how like the Leanne of season one, who we were like this crazy woman, right? Right. And now Deandra makes her look so sane and normal. Yeah, in a lot of ways, yes. In a lot of ways. Not Different everyone. kinds of crazy, though, when they were crazy. Like, Leanne was like, I don't, it's like hard to remember, but she was like a weird spitfire that was like. Well, it was like a snarling, like, lioness. <laughs> yeah. Whereas. Deandra's maybe one of the more delusional people I've ever watched yeah, on television. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the fact that Mama D handed over this business to her. Knowing for a fact that the business had three months to live? Uh, I don't think at the time she handed over, had three. I think in present day. Like as we're filming as three months to live. Right, but knowing it's not in it's good health. It's on the health. downward trajectory. And then when knowing it's in good health, the demand she made. Good. The gas card needs to be paid for. Yes, it does. The, what else? What other services? Like. Uh, the, the apartment or the something? Housekeeper. The housekeeper. Like, all of these stipulations. I, I mean, she has needs. Yeah, but she also claims that she can get by without them. Yeah. Well, this is all a house of cards. So I... <laughs> on the other side of the coin, Deandra's been working at this company all these years. You don't have a sense of anything... Of anything that's going on. Well, she said that the mom and the finance person would go into a Esther, corner. yeah. Esther. And, like, figure it out. Like, I'm sure the mom didn't have, like, all these records and documents hidden behind, like, a firewall. Like, I'm sure uh, Deandra could work the computer enough to, like, open a file and see what's going on. Oh, no. She was on, like, Facebook. On she, Instagram. <laughs> She's just hanging out. She, I think she truly she was, just was. Just, she was going in to hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, one more thing about Deandra. Well, so Ultimate Living seemingly is not a website right now. You could buy Ultimate Living products on DeandraSimmons.com. You could buy Hard Night Good Morning on DeandraSimmons.com. But also Hard Night Good Morning has its own website, too. But the ultimate living, like, the main product, the reason that, like, Mama D said that they still had customers, like, last season or whatever, the one in the canister that Deandra wanted to rebrand is currently sold out on the website. I have called the number. I have left a message, my name and phone number, requesting for them to call me back so I can order some. Sure. So... I'll either report back on that next week or... Let us know the following week. Let us know in the Facebook group or something. Sure. So exciting. Yeah. I mean, what I think is that I... product? It's like you just scoop it and put it in water and drink it? Someone said it's good if you put it in orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy. Okay. But, oh, the downfall is it... The downfall of it all is because they're no longer on Christian... Uh, Christian television? Yeah. So, I was trying to explain to Dan earlier that, like, Christian television used to, and I'm sure there's some sex of it somewhere, that, like, used to be a really successful way to sell goods, basically snake oil. Mm. And that's why, like, people like um, Tammy Faye Baker and Jim Baker were such a big deal. Sure. Is they were selling their ministry but also i think like selling like were they selling products i'm pretty sure probably a makeup line maybe makeup line something like 
literal snake oil, probably. Mm. Okay. Um, and there's been different iterations of it throughout history, and I'm sure it's still going on because there's tons of people willing to buy. Oh, like what's his name? Joel um, Osteen. Osteen. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. He's selling products like books and yeah. yada yada. Sure, sure. Not opening up his church to people during hurricanes. Hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Steph is hoverboarding around with Travis in their home. And he went to Harvard again, but Steph was okay this time with it. <laughs> and For four weeks, which is like... But it was four weeks the prior time as well. I know. It's just like, in the scheme of things, four weeks time flies. I know you have kids, but you're also very rich people. No, but I also think she had to deal with the things that come up once a month, like the car bill, like utilities, this, uh, that. And like she's not used to having to deal with it. Yeah, but like... of. Any woman on this show, I, I believe in her. Mm, yeah. Well, she came through the other side. We get a setup for what will eventually become what feels like a Josh Takeman helping out Sonya Morgan storyline. Mm, yeah. With, um, what's her name? With Steph. Stephanie wants Travis to step in with Deandra. But it's just so funny, Steph talking about how when Travis took over his family business, sales went from... 7 million to 76 million. Jeez. <laughs> so it's truly the a hard night and a good morning. <laughs> it's a hard night. You know what bugs me too? It's the day after the premiere episode of Dallas and you don't have all your products on your site to sell, to get ready. Oh, uh, Deandra? Yeah. Maybe they sold out last oh, night. Oh, they sold out last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Brooklyn Redmond, give her a star. Give her a star. She is terror on the high seas. She is, you know that movie, The Problem Child? Yeah. With that little ginger kid who, like, would, like, make his dad's life a living hell. Then there was the sequel where, like, Mm -hmm. his dad met a woman and she had, like, an equally as problem child little girl. She's very that. That But that that movie, not necessarily Brooklyn Redmond, but remember, The Problem Child reminds me of The Good Son. With Elijah Wood and Macaulay Culkin. That was the first R-rated movie I ever saw. It was so fucked up. It was so fucked up. I remember watching the last scene where, like, they're on the cliff, Mm -hmm. and, like, he can either save him or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he lets him go, right? Or is it the other one? Or no, or the other one climbs up, and there's a tuffle. I forget. Yeah, there's a tuffle. There's something involving a A scuffle. A scuffle. (laughs) There's also the uh, ice skating scene where the little evil one, like, made the... The daughter girl. die yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like she fell through the ice while ice skating but yeah. it's his fault yeah Macaulay Culkin devil <laughs> okay uh, but I think Brooklyn Redmond is just entering her tween years and is not the devil <laughs> you just compared her to a murderer <laughs> no 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 you compared her to the problem child the problem child the problem me. child never murdered no the problem child <laughs> she was just a pro- he was just a problem <laughs> I love, like, um, Bruin now getting in on the action. Yeah. How old are, how separate in age are they? Um, so Brooklyn is 10, Brinkley is 7, and Bruin is probably, like, one and a half. Wow. Yeah. Okay. One, maybe. So, the new housewife, Carrie. I, after watching her first scenes, like her more than expected. Okay. She's like, she's got more of a personality than I, than I expected. 
I guess I just was pitting her. I was pitting carries against carries, and I was missing Carrie Duber. Oh my god. <laughs> I think Carrie Duber brought. Even though, like, she has her own weird life and her she own... She brought structure. She brought, like, normalcy. She she was the producer head. Yeah. She was the reasonable one. Like, this is a little later, but it feels weird for Brandy and Stephanie to be hosting the Frenchervention. Yeah, like, Carrie should be hosting it. Carrie Duber. Right. Um, but Carrie Brittingham... Yeah. Did Alex send this to you? This, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So... There's a screenshot of her, a video she did for like BravoTV.com. It's a very me energy. Um, Carrie Brentingham has a dark search history. It says, I like to Google things I read on the news that seem sad, which is like what I do. Wow, you two are two sisters. <laughs> also, she gave an interview with one of those like entertainment TV outlets. Oh my God. Saying how she only went to Leanne Locken's wedding because she had nothing better to do. <laughs> and she like dragged it to hell and said, there's no way it was $4 million. It seemed to, like it could have been $2,000. <laughs> Coming in hot. Maybe she does have something. Okay. <laughs> All right, the friend prevention. Okay. Who Are you on a team? I'm on Team, team Friendship. Team Leanne. Yeah, Team Leanne, of course. I, like, I usually am Team Friendship. Yeah. For like people who are actually friends, but yeah. Deandra's riding too hard in the one direction. Well, also, she... It'd be one thing if... Deandra was saying, well, I did this to you, but you did this to me. Mm-hmm. Instead, Deandra's saying, I did this to you, but you did this to Carrie Duber. Right. And Leanne's saying, yes, and all I can do is do backflips over how sorry I am to right. Carrie Duber. She says, I still feel bad about it to this day. And Deandra's not showing any remorse. And... Them getting the same hair color is freaking me out. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love Steph describing it, how they both had pitch black hair, and now they're both caramel. <sighs> yeah, I'm definitely team um, Leanne. It seemed like they were uh, drinking Kim Crawford, Sylvie B, during that scene. Much like us. <laughs> um, uh, I like Stephanie's house, but I've seen pictures of people taking pictures of her house from office buildings mm. like you can look directly <laughs> into her house good good so so that's a season premiere i have faith that yes, it'll high, be high hopes there's like live. the deandra stuff with the finances threw me off i didn't know that was coming I, that's what i want m- more of actually yeah same i want that the most the cheating stuff is just so tired to me like yeah. rich Texting Jessica? Jeremy about oh, Jessica. pretty little Jessica. Pretty little Jessica. Like I don't care. The these men are not men. I want to get. I want to see get involved in things. The men could all cheat. Like I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and I'm not sure they give a fuck. Yeah, actually, I'll cheat. Like let's get to all single housewives like New York. Yes, just get everyone. Get rid of your man. Forget the sanctity of mar- marriage. <laughs> Who cares? Oh no, I'm getting married. Did you forget? No. <laughs> okay. The only people getting mar- who should be getting married in 2019 are gay people mm. because we've been deprived for yeah. tens of thousands of millions of years. Yeah, we've been fighting. <laughs> You've been fighting, really? <laughs> okay, the freak of the week. The freak of the week 
Oh, the Freak of the Week. I'll explain. Oh, you do this. I'll do this. Okay. The Freak of the Week is the People Choice Awards for nominating Kyle Richards and the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for their awards. And I want to explain the freakish nature of the bylaws of the People's Choice Awards. As a member of the People. As a member of the As someone who identifies as People. People Magazine. Good magazine. Um, it's not. This isn't People Magazine. This no. Is, it would make more sense if it was People Magazine. Yeah. Because it would, be, it would people's, be people's choice. Yeah, sure, sure. But it's e-online. Um, so the bylaws states that there's a fan favorite window Sick. that goes from August 12th to August 16th. Um, your voting method is permitted, is online, and fans can write in potential nominees for each category. Voting limit 25. And then you get the nominees, which we have now. And the dates of the official voting window for that are September 4th and October 18th. And the voting methods are online, Twitter, and Xfinity. <laughs> what the fuck do you go to Xfinity you're voting and beyond? <laughs> voting through your TV. Yeah. You just yell at your TV. <laughs> um, Kyle Richards. And fans choose among the nominees selected after the nomination voting window. Um, so voting limit is 25. So people had to go and write in Kyle Richards. I feel like they... There's no way they're relying solely on fan ratings. Fan I think ratings. they. I think they are. No, because Brendan, you know this shit. I'm pretty sure the People's Choice is one of those award shows that the person who wins is whoever they get to show up to the show. Brendan, I don't know. I think that's correct. Not in all things, because like. Really random, like, sci-fi shows will win, and they have, like, the smallest fan bases, and it's because, not the smallest fan bases, the most fervent fan bases, the loudest fan bases, and it's because of the way that this is set up. I know, but I think it's a combination of what you said and what I said. I think the Kyles of the world are having their fans flood the people... People's Choice. People's Choice hotline. So I think both that... So NeNe got a nomination. Vanderpump got a yeah, nomination. the loudest fans in the world. Beverly Hills got a nomination. Last season was NeNe's... One of NeNe's worst seasons. Especially that reunion performance. I wonder if um, People's Choice is going to Bravo and being like, here, have your interns type in a bunch of write-ins. Well, to me, it's... Like the the category of best reality star is like someone typed in Google reality television stars, and like these are the names that came up, not the high achievement in reality star television. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like it's like the big names rather than uh, who was like a a good star this year. Kristen Duty. A duty. <laughs> duty calls. Okay, let's go to the one true queen. Joy Behar in a view YouTube segment. No, it was like an, an Entertainment interview. Tonight. Oh, Entertainment Tonight. Interview with her and Megan McCain. And it was like very much like, let's play nicey nicey. Yeah, so that talking about think their feud. Yeah. But that's not a feud. And you pointed out that the true feud is between Megan and Sonny. Yeah. Uh, but the the subject of fan reaction online came up, and Facebook groups. And Megan was like, "Joy, you have such a big fan base." And like Joy was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like there's like Facebook groups, I think." And then she named 
Joy Behar is the best part of the view Facebook group. I know, but I've known for four years that she was a member of yes. that group. I mean, we discussed on this podcast that you found her account as a member of the group and then saw her like family photos. It was her. like, it was very clearly like this account is very clearly, a lot of them are taken out like the view studio, but it was very clearly like photos that like she took with an iPhone. Yeah. 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 So I'm glad she, I mean, even though we knew she was a member that she is acknowledging the second best Facebook community. And I liked that she was like acknowledging, Oh yeah. Like they trash Megan. And yeah. <laughs> but speaking of Facebook communities, that's it for this week. Oh my god! Go join our. Well, Facebook first community. join Joy Behar's of this part of the view. But ours is the best part of the. You'll Facebook. get let in immediately for ours. For Joy Behar is the best part of the view. We have no control over it. Even though one time I did ask to be a moderator, <laughs> and the person left me on red. I literally messaged someone. That's sick. Okay, we will let you in, but we won't let you moderate. But that's okay. Uh, you could go leave us a review on iTunes or wherever. You can follow us on Spotify. Oh, this is a good call to action. If you have Spotify, but you don't listen to podcasts on Spotify, who cares? Just follow us on Spotify. Sure. I don't think that'll like hurt your Spotify, right? I don't know. Yeah. I only listen to Lover and Normani on Spotify. <laughs> I only listen to Coffee and Love. On I know Spotify. that thing that you did, that thing you posted earlier. I was gonna like, I wished I had a trolley thing, but literally my top things were Lover and Normani. Oh yeah, motivation is yeah. your top song. Wow. Okay. All right, go to comethequeen.com slash story and get some merch. Um, you can give us a call at 717-47-FREAK or send us an email um, at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. Dan likes when you send an audio message via email, which I know is complicated, but do it. Yeah, I mean, if you're like a technological queen, do it. But also, keep sending us these email scoops, and we won't say your name. Or we will say your name if you if want you the want, glory. If you want the promo, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, you could follow Brenda at, at not Brendan on Twitter. You could follow me at IDKIDK, and you can like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.